letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. Thursday's WCCO All Local. I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include Governor Walls is supporting Mayor Fry's veto of the rideshare ordinance in Minneapolis, Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara handing out a purple heart, and Minnesota's new Supreme Court Chief Justice. But we begin with the first day of the Minnesota State Fair. As is usually the case, a handful of superfans just can't wait and camp out for hours before the gates open. Our Mark Fry caught up with a few of them this morning. There's waiting in line for the State Fair, and then there's Clayton Burgett, his wife Rose, and their six-and-a-half-year-old daughter Mary Jane of St. Paul, who got in line yesterday afternoon at 3.30. Are we, as the sun went over, we were just moving the tent back further and further. Okay. And then, like, into the shade, just work in the shade. And spray bottles with fresh cold water, gallon of frozen water, six water bottles, just hydration. And it won't be a short day for them, as Rose is working at the fair and they're planning to stay for fireworks. As for Clayton's plans... I want breakfast, coffee, breakfast, sit down on a cushion for like half hour. And Mark tells us about one person whose hopes of being first in line this morning fell just a bit short. Ginger Johnson of Apple Valley says she's been going to the fair early on the first day for about eight years now. She's been first through the gate several times and this year had a special reason to get in early. Well, this year I wanted to do it for my daughter, but she always said, I'm going to be with you. I'll come with you. And since she passed away, I'm like, she's in here. So now she is with me to be the first, but we weren't. Johnson says she showed up at 11 last night only to see the first group had arrived about seven and a half hours before her. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. A Minneapolis police officer shot in the line of duty earlier this month is being honored for his courage in receiving a Medal of Honor and a Purple Heart. Officer Jacob Spees was wounded by automatic gunfire August 11th as he was pursuing a robbery suspect on the city's north side. Police Chief Brian O'Hara presented him with the honor outside City Hall earlier today. Despite the shock of the attack and despite his injury, Officer Spees' ability to remain calm and air pertinent information led to the quick apprehension of the suspects, the likely prevention of future violence to others, and allowed him to receive the critical aid he needed for his injuries. Attempted murder charges have been filed against the 19-year-old alleged shooter. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Governor Tim Wall says the committee continues to work with rideshare drivers and companies on how to move forward with better pay and job protections in Minnesota. The governor telling Vanita Sokar at the Minnesota State Fair that he agrees with what rideshare drivers are asking for. They're trying to make a living wage, a dignified wage, in a safe environment and have a say over their own jobs. I think the fear is, is this is one where I think it's a little dangerous if we try and set those before we truly understand what the market is doing and what some of the other principles are. Walls vetoed rideshare legislation earlier this spring, similar to the ordinance Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry vetoed earlier this week. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. The Minnesota Supreme Court will have a new chief justice starting in October. Governor Tim Walls is appointing Justice Natalie Hudson to serve as chief justice following the retirement of current chief justice Lori Gilday. Hudson says the challenges facing the court right now are regaining and maintaining the people's trust. Of course, we all have our own backgrounds and, you know, we are a product of our lived experiences. 
But when you come to the bench as a judge, you take an oath to uphold the Constitution of the state of Minnesota, the Constitution of the United States. She'll become the first black woman to hold the post, a point not lost on her. I embrace that. Um, they are uh, big shoes. I, I feel the weight of that a little bit, I think, but I think that's a good thing. Um, it keeps me humble, keeps me responsible, uh, keeps me, you know, uh, driving, driving forward. House Minority Leader Lisa Damoth issued a statement saying that Walls had an opportunity to select a pragmatic voice and ensure Minnesotans have a diverse set of views on the Minnesota Supreme Court. Instead, she said, he picked the chief architect of the 2020 lockdowns and mandates that, she said, destroyed businesses and kept kids out of the classroom with, quote, zero judicial experience to serve on the state's highest court. Susie Jones, News Talk 830-WCCO. With the kickoff to the Great Minnesota Get-Together, police are reminding visitors to keep their marijuana at home. Although the drug is now legalized for recreational use in Minnesota, Ron Nafla with the State Fair Police Department says smoking it at the fair won't be tolerated. Like many of the municipalities in Minnesota, they're all struggling and, and trying to navigate and figure out how to deal with that. Now that it's legal, it, it kind of unrolled quickly on, on uh, folks, but really we're going to deal with it as, as an opportunity to educate people, let them know they can't smoke it here on the grounds. Smoking weed in public places is illegal under the Minnesota Clean Air Act, according to current laws. Although vendors with informational material about the new cannabis industry will still have a presence during the fair. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Well, some new information coming out today regarding Minnesota's students. According to the 2023 statewide assessment and accountability data, more than half of students failed to meet grade-level standards in math, reading, or science. The report showed only 39% of students tested met the basic science requirements for their grade level. That means that 60.8% failed to meet the standards in science. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. A controversial Alina Health debt repayment policy is no more. The hospital system announcing it will no longer prohibit patients from making medical appointments if they are delinquent on their bills. Alina had paused the program earlier this summer, but now says it is determined there are opportunities to engage their clinical teams and technology differently to provide financial assistance resources for patients who need that support. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison had launched an investigation investigation into the practice. Alina is also facing challenges with its revenue and an attempt by some doctors to unionize. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, who is the person awarded with the opportunity to sit in a cooler while a 90-pound block of butter is being carved in her likeness? That honor goes to Emma Kubal of Waterville, Minnesota. Last night crowned the 70th Princess K of the Milky Way. Emma competed with nine other finalists for the crown and opportunity to serve as the official ambassador to the state's 1,800 dairy farmers. The 19-year-old is an ag major at the University of Wisconsin, River Falls. Mark Friday's Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.